welcome to Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly podcast. When we gather in, we're gathering in to fellowship. We're gathering in to take prayer requests, to get into the word, the gospel of peace. We are here to gather in to exalt the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And as we meet, as you come in and check and see what we're up to, we will get to share testimony of God's glory in our lives and in others' lives to encourage one another and to lift one another up in time of need. So we thank you for joining us at this Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly broadcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Blessings and shalom to you. be talking about some facts about who God is. Now, all of this is scriptural, so it was pulled from the Bible, and they're all backed up with scripture. And it's amazing just to kind of meditate on it and think about it, and it's very enlightening because this is going to Um, open up our eyes and ears to a lot of things, okay? Facts about God. He is a person. He is a spirit body. He has a form and a shape. His image, he has an image and a likeness. He has back parts. These are all, you know, scriptural. Like the back parts is Exodus 33, 23. He has a heart and hands and fingers and a right hand and a mouth and lips like the lips part is Isaiah 11:4 and Isaiah 30:27 he has a tongue feet eyes ears a head and hair and Daniel 7:9 is the scripture that goes along with the head and the hair he has arms and loins a voice One of my favorite psalms is Psalms 29, and that's where it says the voice of God. Breath, continence, a soul, passions, and even experienced grief, Genesis 6, 6. Anger, repentance, jealousy, hate, love, pity, fellowship, pleasure, and delight. That's Psalms 147, 10. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control. He is a spirit. That would be Psalms 143.10. He has faculties and a mind. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He has truth. He is truth. He is faithful. He is hope. He's righteousness. He has faithfulness, knowledge, and wisdom. So the wisdom would be 1 Timothy 1, 17. He has discernment. He has, he's immeasurable. He wears clothes, Daniel 7, 9 through 14. He eats food, Genesis 18, verses 1 through 8, Exodus 24, verse 11. He rests. He dwells in the city, John 14, 1-3. He sits on a throne. He walks. He rides. He manifests other powers and bodily presence like other beings, Isaiah 63. So all of those were based on scripture. So it wasn't me just saying these things. I have a scripture written down on every single one of them. And it's really beautiful. It's beautiful that we can consider the greatness of, of God Almighty and all the ways. Like, he, he understands how we feel because of the, Him coming, you know, to this earth through Christ Jesus, that He could um, experience the body parts in the flesh, but He is a spiritual being 
and that he has a mind, you know, he has a soul, he can think, obviously, as he created all things, but it's a connection that we can have with the Lord that we can begin to really, truly believe that he understands a lot of what we experience, and he has feelings and emotions, we, you know, mentioned that I mentioned that the the hate which is Proverbs 6 16 that whole chapter is about seven things that God hates or six things that God hates and seven are abomination of things and um, you know he experiences these feelings and and we don't want to be feeling like we're disconnected from God and him understanding the things that we go through and so God experiences joy. He experienced long-suffering as well. Um, he's faithful. And you know, that's something that, that um, we can't forget. That God is faithful. You know that song, Great is Thy Faithfulness? Well, we should really ponder on that. And, and understand that that God is going to, he's either going to help us through something or give us a way out um, to safety in a circumstance, or he's going to teach us in the midst of that circumstance. And sometimes we just have to ponder who he is. We have to get into his presence and his word and through music, you know, the gospel music and through prayer and just spend time with him and I ask him, oh, Lord, I'm weary, or oh, Lord, I'm struggling, and I just want to experience your presence. I just want to experience who you are right now. I need you. There's nothing wrong with praying those things. God is good all the time, and sometimes we just have to, um, we just have to call on him. We have to cry out to him. I wanted to read, uh, Psalms 19, it's the works and the word of God, and um, it just kind of points us to some things that are really beneficial. Um, There's nothing wrong with getting, you know, like a whirlwind of being scooped up in just gratitude and thanksgiving of who God is. And so that's why we're going to read this one. And then we'll probably read Psalms 19, I'm sorry, 29 as well, because um, the voice of the Lord. So we have the word of the Lord, the works of the Lord in Psalms 19, and then we'll read Psalms 29 with the voice of the Lord. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the expanse of heaven is declaring the works of his hands. After day after day pours forth speech, night after night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor there are spoken words from the stars. Their voice is not heard. Yet the voice in a quiet evidence has gone out through the earth, their words to the end of the world, and in them and in the heavens he has made a tent for the sun which is the bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It rejoices as a strong man to run the course. The sun's rising is from one end of the heavens and the circuit to the other end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect and flawless, restoring and refreshing the soul, The statutes of the Lord are reliable and trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commandment of God is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold. Yes, more than fine gold sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, but then by your servant is warned, reminded, illuminated, as well as instructed, and keeping them there is a great reward. 
you can understand his errors and omissions, acquit me of hidden, unconscious, unintended faults. Also keep back your servant from presumptuous and deliberate willful sins. Let them not rule and have control over me. Then I will be blameless, complete, and I shall be acquitted of great transgression and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing to your sight. O Lord, my firm, immovable rock, my redeemer. Praise God. So let's go to Psalms 29. This is the voice of the Lord over the storm. Ascribe to the Lord, you sons of Almighty. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty and the majesty of his holiness as the creator and source of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters and the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty, and the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf, and Mount Hermon like a young wild ox. The the voice of the Lord rakes flames of fire and lightning, and the voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness And the Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the doe labor and give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, they are saying, glory. The Lord sat as king at the flood. Oh, yes, the Lord sits as king forever. Yes, the Lord gives unyielding and unpenetrable strength to his people The Lord will bless his people with peace. So what a beautiful, beautiful um, thing that we have just taken a moment to take in the truths about God and who he is and how he wants to relate to us. He does not want us to feel disconnected and that his word and his voice and his works are glorious and he wants us to be overtaken and transformed in those things and so i pray that this has been an encouragement for you today and we're going to speak a little more uh in another segment about the holy spirit and jesus christ God bless you, everyone. We're going to be talking about who Christ is according to Scripture and encourage you to pause it if you need to and write down these statements and search them throughout the Word. And these are a description of the attributes of who Christ is in our life. He is the branch and a key chief cornerstone. He is the crown of glory and a diadem of beauty. He is the great high priest. He is a high priest of things to come, and he is the high priest over the house of God. He is the light unto the Gentiles. He is a living stone and a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. He is merciful, and he is a faithful high priest. He is a plant of renown. He is a priest upon his throne and a prince and a savior. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He is a rock of offense to unbelievers. He is a rod out of the stem of Jesse. He is a scepter and a star out of Jacob. And he is the son over his own house, the church. He is an advocate with the father. And he is a high priest and apostle, an apostle in our profession. He is the author and the finisher of our faith and the author of eternal salvation, the author of peace. He is the beginning of creation with God. He is the bread of God, the bread of life, and the bright and morning star. 
He is the captain of our salvation, and he is our Lord and our hope of glory. He is the king of Israel, and he is the wisdom and power of God. And he is the confidence of all the ends of the earth and the consolation of Israel. He is the covenant of the people and the creator of the ends of the earth. He is this day spring on high and the desire of the nations. He is the everlasting king and the faithful one, a faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead and first among many brethren, firstborn of every creature, and he is the glory of the people of Israel. He is full of compassion. He is the God of righteousness and our rock of salvation. He is patient and he consoles us. He is peace and he is the Lord of the armies of Israel. He is our savior. He is a servant to God and our righteous servant. He he is God. He is the king, the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. He is king of all over the earth and king above all gods. He is a habitation of justice and righteousness in whom we trust. He is the great shepherd of the sheep. He is the voice that the sheep know. He is the one that cometh from above and from heaven. He cometh in the name of the Lord. He is the one that declares unto man uh, what he what is his thought, and he does speak. He is the key of David and has the seven spirits, and he holdeth the seven stars in his right hand he is able to be present to present us faultless before the presence of his glory and he is that what was from the beginning he is that higher than the highest he is holy and he is mighty he is the power that establishes us he is true and he is righteous and he keepeth israel he keepeth us he keeps our soul he is the one that lives forever and ever and he is the one that loves us he maketh the day the morning darkness and he opened up what no man can close and shuts what no man can open he is the one that rides in the heavens and he sanctifieth us he searches our hearts and that we know that he shall return he is the one that has dominion and sits in the heavens above the circle of the earth and sitteth upon his throne he is the one that speaks from heaven and that he treadeth upon the high places of the earth turning the shadow of death into mourning he washed us from our sins and worketh miracles among us and he baptized us with the holy spirit and he worketh the things in which are within the word he he is the fulfiller of all things he is the one that has a, a sharp sword with two edges, and he is the one that was and is and is to come. He has perfect knowledge, and he helps us through the wilderness, and he does great wonders. He is the one that built the house, and he calls us out of the darkness and into the light. He walketh in the midst of the seven candlesticks, and he is the one that has been sent. He is the head of the body, the church, and he is the heir of all things. He is the helper of the fatherless and the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. He is anointed. He is a dear son of God. He is the only begotten son from heaven. He is a spirit that dwelleth within us, and he is an unspeakable gift. He is the hope of Israel the Savior, and they are in a time of trouble. He is the horn of salvation and a house of defense. He is the one that speaketh in righteousness and mighty to save in the image of the invisible God. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the righteous. He is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the mediator of the new covenant. And he is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, most high. He is the one that delivered us from the wrath to come. He is the king of all the earth, king of glory, king of heaven, and king of Israel. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the king of nations, the king of saints, and the king of the Jews. He is the lamb of God, the light of the Gentiles, and the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the Lord over the Sabbath. He is Lord our Christ and Savior. 
and he is Lord holy and true. He is the Lord most high, Lord of all, Lord of hosts, and Lord of glory. He is the Lord of the Sabbath and Lord of armies. He is the Lord over all the earth. He is Lord on high, Lord our God, and he is the Lord of lords. He is the mediator between us and the Father. He is the mediator of the, the Old Testament to the New Testament. He is the elect, he is the Holy One, he is the beloved Son. He is God's firstborn from the kings of the earth, and he is our friend, our help, our goodness, and our hiding place. He is our lamp, our portion, our praise, and our redeemer. He is our refuge and our portion, a refuge in the day of affliction. He is our rock of salvation, our savior, our stay, and our song. He is the strength and the power. He is the song of our heart. He is our refuge and our strong rock. He is the one in which the, the builders rejected. He is the mediator between us and God. He is the only begotten Son, and He is our dwelling place. He is our hope and our help and our peace. He is our Savior, our Prince of life, and our Prince of peace. He is the refuge in the storm and times of trouble, and He is the righteous branch. He is the rock of our refuge, our salvation, and our strength. He is the root of Jesse and the root of David. He is the salvation of our God. He is God. He is the Savior of the world and the seed of Abraham. He is the Son of David and the Son of God, and He is the Son of Man. He is the Son of the Blessed and the Father of He is the Son of the Father. He is the Son of the Highest and the Son of the Living God, our Father. He is the Stone of Israel and the Wisdom and Understanding. He is the Strength of our Salvation and the Son of Righteousness. He is a Sword of Excellency. And He is a Man who was ordained by God. He is the Beginning and the End. He is the Firstborn from the Dead. He is the Righteous Branch. He is the Breaker and the Deliverer. He is the bridegroom, and he comes in the brightness of his glory. He is the chief cornerstone, the chief shepherd, and the deliverer. He is the expressed image of God in person, the first begotten. He is the glorious Lord, and his glory is in the midst of Jerusalem. He is the head and the chief cornerstone. He is the holy one and the just. He is the one that is in the midst of thee, and he is the Holy One of God. He is the just one. He is the Lamb and the last Adam. He is the light of the world and the living bread come down from heaven. He is the manna. He is the Lord of heaven. He is thy Redeemer. He is the Lord's Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the Messiah, the Prince, and the, the Most Holy. He is the only wise God, our Savior. He is the propitiation for sins and the resurrection of our life. He is the offspring and the root of David. And he is the one that the builders disallowed. He is the true bread from heaven. He is the light and the vine and the truth. He is the way and the life. He is the word and the word of God and the word of life. He is the everlasting light, the husband, the preserver of men and the one that dwelleth between the cherubim. He is the one that dwelleth in the heavens and heareth our prayers, and he is the one that is the lifter of our head and lifts us up from the gates of death. He is the one in which our soul loveth, thy creator, the one that brings an exceeding reward. He is the holy child. He is the tower of salvation, and he is wonderful. We thank you, Jesus that you are the Holy One of Israel. And we know that your word says in Psalms 22 that you are the portrait of God Almighty in the flesh. You are the invisible image. You are the sacrifice, the lamb, the one that was slain before the creation of all the earth. God, oh my God, why would you abandon me now? Why would you remain distant, refusing to answer my tearful cries on the day of my desperate 
on the day of my desperate cries for help in the night. I can't stop sobbing. Where are you, my God? Yet I know that you are most holy. It's indisputable. You are God enthroned and surrounded. The songs, living among the shouts of praise with your princely people. Our Father's faith was in you, though the generations they trusted and believed in you, and you came through. Every time they cried out to you in their despair, and you were faithful to deliver them. You didn't disappoint them, but look at me now. I am like a woeful worm, crushed, and I'm bleeding crimson, and I don't even look like a man anymore. I've been abused, despised, and scorned by everyone, mocked by their jeers, and despised by their sneers, and as the people poke fun at me, spitting their insults, saying, is this the one who trusted in God? Is this the one who claims God is pleased with him? Now let's see if your God will come to your rescue. We'll just see how much he delights in you. Lord, you delivered me safely from my mother's womb, and you are the one who cared for me ever since I was a baby. Since the day I was born, I've been placed in your custody. You cradled me throughout my days, and I've trusted in you, and you've always been my God. So don't leave me now. Stay close to me, for for trouble is all around me, and there's no one else to help me. I'm surrounded by violent foes. Mighty forces of evil are swirling around me. Who want to break me into bits and destroy me? Curses pour out of their mouth. And they're like ravenous, roaring lions, tearing their prey. And now, completely exhausted, I'm spent. Every joint in my body has been pulled apart. My courage has vanished, and my inward parts have melted away. I'm so thirsty and parched and dry to the bone. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. But now you've left me in the dust from dead. They have have pierced my hands and my feet and pick a pack of wild dogs, tear at me, swirling around me with their hatred. They gather around me like lions to pin my hands and my feet. All my bones stick out. Look on how they gloat over me and stare. With a toss of dice, they divide my clothes among themselves, gambling for my garments. Lord, my God, please don't stay far away. For you are my one and only might and strength. Won't you come quickly to my rescue? Give me back my life. Save me from this violent death. Save my precious one and only from the power of these demons. Save me from the power of the enemy. From this roaring lion raging against me. And the power of his dark horde. I praise your name before all my brothers. As my people gather, I praise you in their midst. Lovers of Yahweh, praise him. Let all the seeds of Jacob glorify him as your praisers. Stand in awe of him, all you princely people, the offspring of Israel. For he has not despised my cries and deepest despair. He He's my first responder to my sufferings, and he didn't look the way when I was he didn't look away when I was in pain. He was there all the time, listening to the song of the afflicted. You're the reason for my praise. It comes from you and goes to you, and I will keep your I will keep my promise of praise before all who fear you among the congregation in congregation of your people. I will invite the poor and the broken, and they will come and eat, and they will come and eat until satisfied. Bring Yahweh praise, and you will find him. Your hearts will overflow with life forever from the four corners of the earth. The peoples of the earth will remember and return to the Lord. Every nation will come and worship him. For the Lord is king of all, who takes, who takes charge of all the nations. There they are. They're worshiping. 
The wealthy of this world will feast in fellowship with him, right along the humble of heart, bowing down to the dust, forsaking their own souls. They will come and worship this worthy king. His spiritual seed shall serve them. Future generations will hear from us about the wonders of the sovereign Lord. His generation, yet to be born, will glorify him, and they will all declare, It is finished. Praise God. The Holy Spirit, our victory, Galatians five sixteen through. 26. As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. Your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit and hinder Him from living free within you. The Holy Spirit's intense craving hinder your old self-life from dominating you. So then, The two incomparable and conflicting forces within you are your self-life and the flesh and the new creation life of the Spirit. But when you are brought into the full freedom of the Spirit of grace and you no longer be living under the dominion of the law but soaring above it, the cravings of the self-life are obvious. Sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, Pornography, chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hating of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, resentment when others are favored, temper tantrums, angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself and being in love with your own opinions, being envious of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions, wild parties, and other similar behavior. Haven't I already warned you that those who use their freedom for these things will not inherit the kingdom realm of God? But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of the spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Keep in mind that that we who belong to Jesus, the anointed one, have already experienced crucifixion, for everything it connected with our self-life was put to death at the cross and crucified with Christ. We must live in the Holy Spirit and flow, follow after Him. So may we never be arrogant or look down on another, for each of us is an original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. And so now we're going to talk about the things that the Spirit does in our life. Now, if you would like to have a list of these 50 things that the Holy Spirit does in your life, please reach out and contact me, and I will get you this list with the scriptures that go along with it. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. The Spirit guides us to all truth. The Spirit regenerates us. The Spirit glorifies and testifies of Christ. The Spirit reveals Christ to us and in us. The Spirit leads us. The Spirit sanctifies us. The Spirit empowers us. The Spirit fills us. Do you remember the scripture that says... 
greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That's 1 John 4, 4. Let's remember the Spirit empowers us. The Spirit fills us. The Spirit teaches us to pray. The Spirit bears witness in us that we are the children of God. The Spirit produces in us the fruit or evidence of his work and presence. The Spirit distributes spiritual gifts and manifests the outshining of his presence. Wow. The Spirit anoints us for ministry. The Spirit washes and renews us. The Spirit brings unity and oneness to the body. Now, here the Spirit plays the same role that He plays in the Godhead. The Spirit is life that unifies in the Father and the Son. And it plays the same role in the church. That the church would be operating in unity and harmony together. But in God, in Christ Jesus. He reunites them and he unites them in love. Therefore, the sure evidence of the Holy Spirit working in a group is of love and unity in the bond of peace, not signs and wonders, as those are seasonal and can even be counterfeit. So we want that guarantee and deposit of a future resurrection through the Spirit. And the Spirit seals us to the day of redemption. It sets us free from the law of sin of death through Christ Jesus. The Spirit quickens our mortal bodies and reveals the deep things of God to us. The Spirit reveals what has been given to us from God. The Spirit dwells in us. The Spirit speaks to us, speaks within us, and through us. Wow. Praise God, Lord. Thank you. The Spirit is an agent by which we are baptized into the body of Christ. The Spirit brings liberty. The Spirit transforms us into the image of Christ. And the Spirit cries in our hearts, Abba, Father. The Spirit enables us to wait. The Spirit supplies us with Christ Jesus. The Spirit grants everlasting life. And the Spirit gives us access to God the Father. The Spirit makes us corporately and individually God's habitation. The Spirit reveals the mystery of God to us, and the Spirit strengthens our spirit, and the Spirit enables us to obey the truth and enables us to know that Christ abides in us. The Spirit confesses that Jesus came in the flesh, and the Spirit says, Come, Lord Jesus, along with the bride. And the Spirit dispenses God's love into our hearts. And the Spirit bears witness to the truth and into our consciousness. The Spirit teaches us and gives us joy. The Spirit enables us to preach the gospel and it moves us. The Spirit knows all the things of God and it casts out the demons. The Spirit brings to our remembrance the things of the Lord and comforts us. So this Spirit of God, this Holy Spirit, unites us to Christ as a body. It reveals Christ to us. It gives us his life and it makes Christ alive in us. The Holy Spirit takes the experiences of Christ, his incarnation, his um ministry, his resurrection, his crucifixion, and his ascension, it takes those experiences and witnesses to us and becomes our story and experience of redemption, of the work of the Lord that we might be saved and have life. Unfortunately, sometimes these things are overlooked and they are not known and the regard that we should have for the Holy Spirit's work is, is misunderstood. So the Holy Spirit doesn't go against the Father or the Son. And the Father and the Son don't go against the Holy Spirit. They are in complete unison in all ways. And they're one. Think of it as like a nesting heart. You know, like a nesting, you know, those nesting dolls 
where there's a wooden doll and there's a big one you open it up and there's another one inside and then there's another one inside so we have three parts of who we are we have body mind and spirit but yet we're one so god is one he's father son and holy spirit as one and that is it helps us to understand the work of the lord and how the holy spirit is as one with the godhead but also uniquely inspiring to us as believers and and co-heirs with christ so i pray that this has been um, helpful in your understanding of what holy spirit does in our life and leading and guiding us and remember that scripture of greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world that's first john 4 4 and be reminded of what treasure we have inside of us Abba Father, I come to you today in faith and hope and trust, Lord, in your ability to bring change. God, I pray for these declarations to your throne of grace, Lord, that you are the head of the church, that you are the head of your kingdom, and that we are complete in you as it says in Colossians 2.10. Lord, that we are alive with Christ and that we're free. We're free from the law of sin and death through Christ Jesus. That we're far from oppression and fear and then it will not come near us. Lord, that we're born of you and the evil one does not, ha- cannot touch us, as it says in 1 John 5.18. We are holy and we are without blame because of your love for us and the blood of the Lamb. Oh, wash us clean, O oh Lord, that we have the mind of Christ, as it says according to your word, and that we have the peace that surpasses all understanding. Oh God, you are great, and you're living within us, your sons and daughters, and greater is he that lives in us than he that is in the world. Give us a courage and a boldness, O oh Lord and our identity, and our authority, that we have received the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. The eyes of our understanding have been enlightened. The ears of our understanding have been sharpened, O Lord, that we have received the power of the Holy Spirit to act according to our authority, Lord, to lay hands on the sick that they may recover and to cast out the demons that that speak that they would flee, that we have power over the enemy, that nothing will draw nigh to harm us, O Lord, according to your word. Lord, we believe in your word. We believe in the things that you have spoken through your word into our lives, O God, that we decree and declare those words to be true, that we receive them, O Lord, that we have put off the old man and put on the new And that's the renewing of the knowledge of the image after him that created us, O Lord. We believe that we are created beings, that we are reborn, that we are now a new man in Christ, that we have been given good measure, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over. You've given us a great blessing, blessing, O Lord, and let us give as well. Let us be a blessing and receive a blessing as we serve, oh God, let us receive, let us give, and let us shine forth the blessings of your love, your mercy, and your grace, oh Lord. I have given, you you have given, Lord, to us so graciously that we lack for nothing, that you supply every need according to our riches and glory, Lord, what a, what a wonderful day it is that we can just proclaim your word and be filled in our hearts with that expectancy, with that faith that rises up. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We, I can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked with my shield of faith. Lord, thank you for Ephesians 6 that teaches us 
that that armor is the armor of God and that you give that to us so that we would have a way to defend ourselves outside of your hedging us, Lord. Help us to walk and talk with you. Let us be seated in heavenly places with you that we would take authority over our territory in your name, Lord. That we are your workmanship. We are created in Christ to do good works. Oh Lord, we praise you. We praise you that we are a new creature in Christ, that we, our spirit is alive and well, that we are believers and the light of the gospel shines in our minds, renewing it daily. We are joint heirs with Christ and we are doers of the word, O Lord. Bless us in our actions. Order our steps, O Lord, that we are more than conquerors to the one that loves us. Lord, we believe your word. We believe your word. We take you for your word, Lord. We speak into our lives that you would revive us, O God. Revive our minds. Revive our spirits, O God, that we would be overcome not only by the, the blood of the Lamb and not only by his glory and the word that, that revives us, but that we would have a testimony to share, that we would overcome another person with a testimony of your glory, that that glory would be contagiously affecting other people, Lord, that we are partakers in your divine nature and that we are ambassadors for Christ and we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a purchased people, O Lord. I thank you. I thank you that these words are giving us life right this very moment, Lord. Your words are life-giving. They are life. That we are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. O Lord, we thank you that that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and we're not our own, but that you are the lifter of our head. You are where our help comes from. We know in whom we serve, O oh God. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath, O oh God. We are the light of the world through Christ Jesus, as it says in Matthew 5:14. We are the elect, full of mercy and kindness and humility and long-suffering. Lord, we are forgiven from our sins and washed in the blood of the Lamb. And you deliver us from the power of darkness and you translate us into the kingdom of light, O oh Lord. We are redeemed from the curse of sin and sickness and poverty. And we are firmly rooted and grounded in the word being built up established in our faith and overflowing with the spirit of thanksgiving because we know our Redeemer lives. O oh Lord, we are called unto you by your voice to praise you and glorify you, O oh God, that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ in the very process of our praise, that we believe that that glory uh, that happened on that day at Calvary was beautiful, Lord. It was sacrifice, but he gave his life freely so that we could live, Lord, we thank you, Abba Father, that we are raised up with Christ and seated in heavenly places, that we have instruction from our Commander-in-Chief, our King of Kings, and our Lord of Lords. Oh, Lord, open up our eyes and ears that we would hear and know that we are greatly loved by you. Strengthen us, multiply us, increase us according to your glorious power, O oh God, and that we submit to you because the devil is going to flee as we resist him. In the name of Jesus, we are submitted to our God. We press forward in the goal to win this race as we run it in Christ Jesus. And as he's calling us upward, O oh Lord, that we will not give in. We will not give up. We will not fall down. We will not be weary. We will not faint, but we will be lifted up like wings of eagles, O Lord, and that we will be close to the one that saves us through Christ Jesus. We thank you, O Lord, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, and that we are 
seeking you, drawing near to you, trusting you, believing you, receiving from you, O God, and that we will live because Christ lives in us, O Lord. And we thank you for every benefit, all grace, every amount of mercy. We thank you for your compassion, your perfect love, and your perfect timing. We thank you for your gifts and your fruitfulness, O God, that you shower us with all the benefits of just by faith believing that Christ is Lord, Christ is the King of Kings, Christ is our Creator, and that He framed all things in the universe and all creation, and He framed our very life with His words. O Lord, we thank you for an alignment with Him every day as we get up and we choose to serve Him, O Lord. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Amen. have talked about the image of the Father, the image of the Son, and the image of the Holy Spirit, and who we are in the body of Christ, according to Scripture. All these things were scripturally based and quite powerful if you really think about it. I just prayed that this thing that we've done today and sharing these statements and declarations according to the word this declaration is a clarity it's clear because it's what the word says about who the father the son and the holy spirit is and who we are in christ and so i pray that it be um, a blessing and that it bring clarity where there needs to be clarity i know it was a blessing for me shalom and blessings to you and until next time Have a wonderful day.